All right, saints of God, we talked about blind Bartimaeus last week, how he was at the road, at the side of the road. He was blind and he was begging. But in that story, we saw that when Jesus came on the scene, he, he began to shout and cry out to him. That's what we do, saints of God. We shout and cry out to our God. Amen. And people were trying to quiet Barnabas down. Be quiet. But he even cried and shouted loud. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, I, I submitted to you last week that he might have been blind naturally, but he was not blind spiritually. He knew that if he shouted out to God, God would hear him and meet his need. And, 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 and Jesus stopped in his tracks. The Bible says he just stopped and commanded Bartimaeus to come to him. And then he asked him, what, what, what you have need of? See, when we cry out to the Lord, he stops. And then he wants us to, what do, what do you want me to do for you? Even though he knows. But he loves it when we ask him, Lord, can you do this? Lord, would you do this? that for me. Lord, if it be thy will, could you, could you make me whole in every way? We know that's his will. He said it in his word. Blind, blind Bartimaeus wasn't so blind because he knew the will of God was for him to see. He heard it. I'm sure he heard the fame of Jesus going about healing everybody, raising them from the dead, giving sight to the blind. He heard it. That's why he got to screaming out when Jesus came on the scene. Oh, Lord, have mercy. We know God has all power, saints. We know it. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. So when we ask him things, they don't go amiss. Thank you, Lord. Because we know his word. Knowing him is knowing his word. <laughs> and we ask according to his word. <laughs> if it be thy will, Lord, is it this or that? Should we go this way or that way? What's your will, Lord, because we know that's what's going to turn out perfectly every time. Oh, Lord, have mercy. So we enjoyed that story of Bart Bartimaeus. Uh, it, it showed so many things about faith. Amen. Because <laughs> we don't walk by, by sight in this world anyway, saints. We walk by faith. <laughs> I think I exposed that lie last week the devil got out about. You got to, I got to see it to believe it. No, that's a lie. <laughs> that's not faith. Faith says you have to believe it first to see it. <laughs> uh, we trust God. <laughs> we know if it's, if it's for us, we will get it. No doubt about it. And if it's not, we're going to get something even better. <laughs> oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I really enjoyed that blind bottomed story, saints. And the Lord's showed it to me. I just got extremely excited because I know that our, our walk with him is by faith. <laughs> we don't go into all our sights and senses and all that when it comes to believing the Lord. We do that by faith. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Well, I want to bless you with this word today, saints. Uh, it's, a, it's about time. Today, I want to talk about time. Because we're in this fast-paced world right now, and it seems like we just don't have enough time. I'm retired, saints of God, and, and, and many times I feel like I just don't have enough time. Like, wow, I can't, I can't get it all in. Amen. <laughs> so I know if you're going to work every day and all these other things, mothers taking care of babies and all these other things, that that time just might seem short. Thank you, Jesus. I think that's why so many people are in a rush today, trying to gain more time. Because if you look at the way folks are moving, so many folks are just in a hurry. Just wonder where they going. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Some be so out of control in their rush. I know I was riding with Elder Vic one time. I said, Elder Vic, where are they going driving like that? He said, they in a rush to hell, Pastor. <laughs> and that's what it looked like. Amen. But let me give you this revelation, saints, out of the gate. The way to gain more time 
is to receive Christ as your personal Savior and Lord. Please write that one down, saints. When you allow Christ in your life, it's forever. It turns your life into whatever. Now you have eternal life. <laughs> there is no running out of time. You got all the time in the world in Christ. It's forever. All the rushing and speeding in the world <laughs> will not get you the time you need, saints. At the end of the day, Christ is still the answer. Amen. That's why we love him so. He's the answer, saints. What did, what did, what did uh, the song Marvin Sapp say? We never would have made it without him. He's the reason we made it. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. But speaking of time, saints, we can see with what's going on in the world today, it's pretty clear that we're, we're in the end times. Amen. The last days. <laughs> and many feel like we have to get it all because we're running out of time. <laughs> and it's true, we're in the last days. But the truth of the matter is when you're in Christ, you can go ahead and slow down. Because <laughs> you have all the time you need. You're, not, you're now living in forever. Amen. That's what the scripture says. You'll find yourself being in the right place at the right time when you're in the Lord. Amen. Just like today, it was amazing. A young lady texted me and said, you mind if I, if I read a scripture and pray? The Lord just showed me, I want you to ask her to read a scripture. I went right back to study. Okay, Lord, I didn't think about it anymore. Then she texted me with that. Just so beautiful. When you're in Christ, he, he dictates and he directs your path. He shows you what to do. And he shows it to everybody, saints. That way you know. He confirmed the word when she texted me. I knew who was speaking to me. Amen. <laughs> so, saints of God, there's no need for all that rushing if you're in Christ. Please know that. <laughs> they have a saying that confirms this. You know, they say, he, he might not show up when you want him, but he's always on time. <laughs> Please know that, saints of God, and that applies to you as well. Amen. If you're in Christ, you're always going to be on time. Huh? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. No need for all that rushing, saints. But when we think about the magnitude of God, how awesome he is, and the fact that God lives in forever, he doesn't live in time, saints. He lives in forever. He created time, but he doesn't live in it. Neither did he want us to live in it. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. The will of God from the beginning was not for us to live in time. We were in eternity. It was the fall of man that got us to this place where we are so short on time. <laughs> let, me, let me show you some scriptures that really confirm that. Look in, look in James chapter four, saints of God. I want to show you some scriptures that really confirm how God didn't bring us here, create us to have a time limit on our lives, time frame. Amen. Created us in his image, his likeness to be forever here in him. That's how he created us, saints. If you in James chapter four, look at verse 13, saints. It says, go to now ye that say today or tomorrow, we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. <laughs> now, when we read that, when I read that, don't that sound like good planning? Saint to God, how tomorrow I'm gonna do this and the next day I'm gonna do that so forth and so on. I'm going to buy this and I'm going to gain on this. That just sounds like good planning. But the problem James is having with them is that they leave God out of it. <laughs> See, he's talking to some unbelievers. Huh? When I read 1 through 12, I got it. He was talking to some unbelievers and it was bothering him how they was talking about what they're going to do this day and that day and that day. See, believers talk like this. God willing, I'm going to do this. 
God willing, I'm going to do that. If it be thy will, Lord, this, this is what I, this is how I believe it's thought. That's how God wants us to talk. Because he's in control. Huh. See, we walk by faith and faith submits to God, saints. Oh, thank you, Jesus. See, James was having a problem with those unbelievers who were speaking as if they knew what tomorrow brings. <laughs> he was having a problem with that, saints. Look at verse 14. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? <laughs> it is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. See, that, that confirms he's talking about unbelievers. He's talking about two unbelievers. He said, what's your life? It's a vapor. That's what I'm saying. If without Christ, your life is a vapor. You in and out of here. Amen. That's what he's telling us. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And, and again, saints of God, it's like that because of the fall of man. Amen. That's what makes it like a vapor. You just have a little time. <laughs> it's the fall of man. But eternal life in Christ? Oh, no, that's forever, saints. Please hear me. Look at verse 15. For that ye ought to say, not just telling what they ought to say. If the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. That's how believers talk, saints. <laughs> See, now James is showing them how believers talk. God willing, we're going to do this. God willing, we're going to do that. Lord, if it be thy will, and we do that to stay in his protection. Amen. Because some things we may want to do here or there or go here or there or receive it. It might not be the will of God and get us in trouble. <laughs> so we just run it by the GPS. Lord, if it be thy will on this day, or oh Lord, God willing, I'm going to do this or that. That's how we talk. Look at verse 16. But now you rejoice in your boastings. All such rejoicing is evil. <laughs> oh, Lord, please catch this revelation. Saints. He said all that bragging and boasting that leaves God out is evil. That's really what he's saying. huh? If you bragging and boasting and God is not in it, that's evil. Thanks to God. The scripture says if you want to boast on anything, boast on God. Matter of fact, we got to look at a few of them scriptures. Let's look at that scripture that boasted in the Lord. Look at, here's a good one. Look at, uh, look at 1 Corinthians chapter 1. And we're just going to look at one verse, look at verse 31. It says that according, according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. <laughs> the Amplified Version says, uses the word boast. He that boasts, it uses both. Words actually it says, He that boasts and glory, let him glory in the Lord. Amen. So, saints of God, when you boast and when you bragging, keep it in the Lord. Amen. Keep the Lord in it. It's a scripture in Psalms, I didn't write it down, but it says it so perfectly. It says, it, it, in essence, the scripture in Psalms says this when you boast and glory in the Lord. You, you encourage unbelievers, amen. You edify unbelievers when you do that, amen. But when you do it in yourself, <laughs> huh? they think it's a, a, it's a self-serving thing. But when you do it in the Lord, thanks to God. <laughs> Let me show you how Jeremiah did. Let's turn in your Bible to Jeremiah chapter nine. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Turn to chapter Jeremiah chapter 9. I want you to look at verse 23. Thus saith the Lord. Who's speaking, saints? <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> He's saying, thus saith the Lord. Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Neither let the mighty man glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches. So it's saying, don't brag or boast in your own wisdom or your own might or your own riches. It says, let not, let not, the, don't, don't do that. Amen. Well, what do we do? Look at verse 24. It says, but let him that glory, glory in this, that he understandeth and knoweth me. The Lord is saying, if you want to glory, glory in the fact that you understand and know God. Woo, that's something to brag and boast about, saints. 
I know one thing. I know the Lord, and he know me. <laughs> Amen. It says that he understandeth and knoweth me. Glory in that. That I am the Lord which exercise loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, saith the Lord. Oh, y'all better write that one down, saints to God. If we want to be delighting to the Lord, then glory in the fact that we understand and know him. We know who he is. Oh, that's something to be glorious about. Glory in his loving kindness, saints, his judgment, his righteousness in this earth. Oh, that's something to be glorious about, saints of God. We want to glorify God in all of that. Glory in the fact that he saved us. Oh, we do this every day, saints. Lord, thank you for saving us. <laughs> and our time with him will never run out. See, we're talking about time today. That's something to glorify, glorify God about. Lord, we, we, we so good. We're so thankful, Lord, that you redeemed us. You brought us back to you. And now we don't, our time is not running out. <laughs> we forever, just like you planned it, just like you wanted it to be in the very beginning. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We're talking about time today, saints in Christ. And in him, we are timeless. Say amen to that. <laughs> we do good in him, saints. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. All right, I'm going to read this final scripture. We started out in James 4. Look at verse 17. It says, therefore, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. Amen. See, if you know your goodness is in Christ and you don't choose them, that's really what it's saying. You know your goodness is in Christ. It's not in you. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Jesus said in the flesh, there's no good thing. Okay, so your goodness is not in you. It's in Christ. Huh? That's why we're not led by our flesh. We led by Christ. <laughs> and this scripture is saying, if you, if therefore to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. If you, you know your goodness is in Christ and you don't choose her, you will live a life of sin. Amen. That's what the scripture is really saying. <laughs> and doeth it not. Oh, thank you, Jesus. See, he warned us of what to do and what not to do, saints. And he did that in the very beginning. When the tree of the good, the knowledge of good and evil. He, he used that tree to warn us what to do and what not to do. Remember the Lord said, the day you eat from the tree of good and evil, you will surely die. That's what he told Adam. <laughs> he, was, he was really saying, if you eat from that tree, your time will be up. We're talking about time today and getting more time and all of those things. Huh? Say so you eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, your time is going to be up. You're going to surely die. See, God is just and fair, saints. He's letting us know that if we eat from the, that tree, it's just a matter of time and you're going to die. That's what he was telling them. Amen. Well, what happened? <laughs> what happened that we ate from that tree, saints? What, what, what made him do? Remember, he had some encouragement from the father of lies. Just like what messes us all up. That father of lies, the liar came along. Saints of God. See, the Bible says he came in the form of a serpent. And a serpent we know is a snake. Amen. That's why whatever you do, try not to talk to snakes, saints. Huh? We can't, you can't trust a snake. Oh, thank you, Jesus. So many jokes about how someone trusted a snake and it bit him. Amen. You can't trust him. Oh, we're going to look at it in the scriptures. huh? How we allow ourselves to get caught up in time. We were born, but when God created us, it was forever. And we allowed ourselves to get caught up in time. Saints. Turn in your Bible. Let's go to the beginning. Turn to Genesis chapter 3. Let me show you this real quick. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. And look at verse one. It says, now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, yea, have God said 
ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. <laughs> he's such a liar, isn't he? <laughs> he's going he's gonna to say to the woman, didn't God say you could eat of every tree in this garden? Thank you, Jesus. Now, the word subtle here means difficult to analyze. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. The word subtle means difficult to analyze or crafty. Or we would say he was slick. Amen. But, but the apostle John identified this creature, the serpent, as a snake. And he also called him the devil. Amen. So here's the devil manifesting himself in a snake, saints of God. If you want to see that, if you're taking notes, it's in Revelation 12 and verse 9. This is what I want you to see, though. The devil will always pervert the word of God, saints. He's always going to twist it so he can deceive you. See, he mixed lies with the truth. Amen. And that's what throws us off. We hear some truth, but he squeezes them lies right in there. Amen. And he... He, his main thing with all of us is to cast doubt. Huh? He always wants you to doubt. Well, maybe, maybe it could be. Maybe that is the right thing to do. Huh? He always want to cast doubt. Amen. He told Jesus, if you be the son of God. Huh? He talking to God, if you be the son of God. He wanted to cast that doubt. Prove it to me. That's what he was saying to him. That's why we want to study God's word so you can tell Satan what is written. See, when you tell him what's written, there's no doubt. You just keep showing it to him. I'm standing on this. It is written. Uh, he can't lie about it. We're not having a conversation. We're not debating. This is not an opinion. It is written. But you know what else I want you to see about the scripture? If you notice, Satan manifested himself for the first time before the fall of man. Man hadn't failed when he came to Eve talking about <laughs> did, did, God, did God say you can't eat of every tree of the garden? <laughs> man hadn't failed. So, you know, that tells me that it was some, it was some rebellious going on in heaven. <laughs> that, that's what kind of led. So he, he got casted out, but man hadn't fallen. We were fine. But the devil was working on it, though, because you all know the saying, misery love company. See, he was in a fallen state. Amen. He, he didn't rebel against God. Amen. And y'all know misery loves company. You all know Satan's job is to kill, steal, and destroy. But here's the takeaway, saints. Whatever you do, don't talk to snakes. Amen. Write that down. Nobody likes talking to a liar. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. You're talking to somebody and they're constantly lying to you about everything. Oh, Lord, I've seen that in action, thanks to God. <laughs> That's the devil. You know, when somebody lying, you know, somebody that just lie about it, lying just to lie. What is that? We saw that in the White House. <laughs> just lie about everything. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Don't talk to snakes, saints. Look at verse two. And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. So the woman told him, hey, we can, we can, we, you right, we can eat of the trees of the garden. Listen to me, saints. <laughs> Please catch this revelation right here. Because you cannot correct a fool. <laughs> she told him, yeah, we can eat from the trees of the garden. But remember, she's talking to a snake. Amen. And a, and, 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 and a fool. <laughs> you know, I used to hear this saying, never argue with a fool because you don't know which is which. And I would go, what does that mean? Never argue with... But, but what that means is if you get in this heated argument, you're right about what you're saying, but you want to prove to this other person you, that you're right. But they're a fool. <laughs> So you begin to tell them and they begin to 
tell you why what you're saying is not true, even though you know it is. And you begin to tell them, and before you know it, y'all in a heated art. And then someone walks up and look at them. They don't know which one of y'all is the fool, because y'all both arguing, arguing at one another. <laughs> so, you know, never argue with the fool, saints, because you, you don't know which is which. Somebody walk up, they don't know. And the devil is the biggest fool. Here's my definition of that. Anybody who is walking with the Lord and decides to rebel against him is a fool. Amen. And the devil was an archangel right up there. He was so powerful. That's why he decided in his own selfishness and greediness. Amen. I'm so mighty, high and powerful. Not only do I want to, I want to walk with God. I want to be worshipped like God. Oh, that's a fool right there. Say. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. So Eve is only repeating to Satan what Adam told her anyway. Amen. Because when you read the scripture, it says God commanded the man. God told Adam not to eat of the tree. He didn't tell Eve. So it must have been Adam that told Eve. Amen. Sometimes, you know, when it gets, when it gets to, to starts going through people, it can get watered down a little bit or changed a little bit. All right, let's look at verse three. But of the fruit of the tree, so let me read two again and I'm gonna go right into three. It says, and the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit, fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat of it, Neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. Now, you see how the devil left that out? <laughs> see, when the devil asked him, he just said, is it true that you can eat from every tree? He didn't say, is it true that you can eat from every tree except the one in the midst of the garden? See, the devil is a liar. He leaves things out, and that's what liars do. They just tell you half truth. Yeah, we can eat from the trees of the garden, but in the one that's in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest ye die. Now, here's my proof what I just said about Adam told her and not God. Because when you look at when God told Adam, when he spoke to the man, he didn't say nothing about not touching it. He just told him, the day you eat from that tree, you will surely die. That's what he told him. <laughs> but here's Eve telling Satan, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. So, you know, I submit to you that Adam probably was trying to keep Eve safe. So he just didn't say, hey, God said we can't eat from that tree in the midst of the garden. He probably told her like this. God said that we can't eat from that tree in the midst of the garden because the day we do it, we'll surely die. So don't even touch it. That's why he told her. He just told her, look, don't even touch it. He was trying to keep her safe. Amen. Don't touch that tree. But God didn't say it. God just commanded him not to eat from it. Amen. Oh, I wanted you to see that. Look at verse four. And the serpent said unto the woman, ye shall not surely die. <laughs> Y'all see in the saints. The devil is a bold-faced liar. <laughs> Y'all know anybody like that? Just bold-faced liar. Just look you right in your face, straight in your eyes, and tell you a lie. That's the devil. Look how he, he straight contradicted God. Because God said, the day you eat of that tree, you will surely die. And the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. He just straight contradicted God. Right in her face, saints. <laughs> God said in Genesis 2 and verse 17, it says, for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Look at verse five. It says, for God doeth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Amen. <laughs> See, here's where the devil mixes lies with the truth, saints. The devil is correct. Correct. They will know good and evil. But he's, what he's not telling them, is they won't be able to resist the evil. <laughs> that disobedient act is going to separate them from being like God. 
See, God is forever. He's eternal. And we were, and so was Adam and Eve until they failed. Amen. He didn't tell them all that, say to God. Amen. He just, you know, he's a tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He just show you the good, but he's not going to show you the evil in his lies. He just show you the good. Oh, look at that. Oh, you know that look good. Look at it. He don't show you the if You go and touch it. If you go and, 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 and act inappropriate with it, the evil that's going to come out, he don't show you that part. I remember I was talking to this older Christian, one of my father's friends, and he would always tell me, Rudy, you can control the end, the, the, the sin before you do it. He said, you're in control of that. He said, but after you commit the act, it can get out of control and you won't have any say-so in it. Oh, that stuck with me forever, thanks to God. Huh? If you want to be in control, then control it before you do it. Hear me, say, write that down. Huh? Control your acts before you do it. Know that if you go through with it, you are out of control. Anything can happen. And I like to use that in relationship to a woman because this scripture is, 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 is the devil talking to a woman. Man of God, you see that woman and you know, and you're a married man and you, inappropriate, you act inappropriate with her. You can control it on, a, on before you do it. No, nah, I know that's not right. I'm not doing that. Amen. I'm a, you got to play the whole thing through. But if you choose to do it on the other end, anything can happen. Huh? She can get pregnant, uh, uh, ruin your entire household. I mean, we've seen it over and over and over and over again in the scriptures. Huh? We're seeing it right now. <laughs> Amen. Say this. This is this is atomic bomb. <laughs> he talking to Eve. This is atomic bomb right now. He's went the whole world with this. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Jesus. So when they fail, when when they fail here, he said, "You're gonna be, you're gonna know, <laughs> you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil." <laughs> and once they fail, they just introduce time into their lives, because in the fallen state, saints, you only have a certain amount of time. You no longer have eternal life. Amen. <clears throat> when you think about it. God is just and fair, though, saints, even in that. Because he, he couldn't allow us to live in a sinful state forever. God couldn't allow that. Think about it. What, what, what we see going on right now in this world, you want to live like that forever? It's getting worse. And well, you just want to continue to do that. God is not going to. That's why we know he's going to come back. We know he's going to do what he said he's going to do. It can't go like this forever. God is just and fair. He is not going to allow it to happen like this. That's why we don't worry. We fear not in him. Amen. Trouble don't last always. Oh, they got that right. Oh, thank you, Jesus. In his just and fairness, he would not allow sin to go forever. So he had to put them out of the garden. Because in that garden, it was forever. Amen. He had to get sin out of there. He couldn't allow them to live forever. And he and he forewarned them. Oh, the day you eat of this, the day you do that, you will surely die. He wouldn't allow us to live an eternal life of sin, saints. You know what they call it? Eternal life of sin. They call that hell. Amen. And God in this infinite wisdom made a way to deliver us from that state. Oh, everybody just say, thank you, Jesus, on that. He redeemed us himself with his own blood. Oh, Lord, that mercy. What a plan, the blood of Jesus. That's why we plead the blood of Jesus, saints. He reconciled us and put us back in him forever. Amen. Oh, that's the way he, things want, things are to be. That's the way he designed it to be, us and him and him and us forever. <clears throat> Just say thank you, Jesus, on, on that one. Oh, thank you, Jesus. When we think about the greatness of God, saints, it underscores our little brief 
lives here, how quick our lives pass. Amen. See, we can compare our little 70 or 80 or 90 or some even get to 100. When you compare that to forever, <laughs> you realize it's just a very short time. Amen. Compared to God, we are here a very short time, saints. I want you to see this and I want it to be clear to you today. Thank you, Jesus. God lives in forever and without him, we have a certain amount of time. Oh, thank you, Lord. That's what makes life in Christ so exciting, saints. Our life in Christ is forever because he is forever. Oh, everybody just say thank you, Jesus, to that. Hallelujah, Lord. Let me show you. I'm going to give you this, 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 this bonus right here in Psalms. I want to end it with this bonus here, saints of God. Turn to Psalms chapter 90. Because this, 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 this passage of scriptures in chapter 90, it describes the life cycle so well. Amen. So I want you to see it, saints, because <clears throat> because uh, we are not in time in him. Amen. We're in eternity, just like he designed it to be. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> what an easy choice to make, to choose our God. It's an easy choice. Look at Psalms 9, saints of God, and, and look at, let's start at verse 1. It says, Lord, thou has been our dwelling place in all generations. See, God has been with us forever. That's what the scripture is saying. You've been our dwelling place in all generations. Here's the place we, we must live in forever. That's what the scripture is saying. In all generations. Huh? He's still our dwelling place. We live in him. We breathe in him. We have our being in him forever. All the generations. Oh, I like the way Psalms put this. Look at verse two. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever thou hast formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. This makes it so plain. God is forever, and he wants us to be the same way in him, saints. Oh, it's an easy choice. Choose the Lord. Amen. The choice is easy. Look at verse three. Thou turnest men to destruction and sayest, return ye children of men. <laughs> His will for us is to return to him, saints. Return to life without end. That's what he's saying. <laughs> Man, the turn to destruction. He said, turn, turn and return to me. Come out of that. Huh? That destruction, destruction. Destruction lifestyle has a time limit on it. It's going to expire. Return to me. Return to life without end. That's what the scripture is saying, saints. Look at verse four. For a thousand years in thy sight are but as yesterday when it is past, and as a watch in the night. It says a thousand years when it's past. It's just like a day to the Lord. Huh? <clears throat> we get this one twisted too. Because in another place it says a thousand years is like a day so we think that's god's time frame with god a thousand years is one day that's not what the scripture said it says it's like a day it's just giving you a reference to a thought because we understand time now a thousand years is like a day but it's not saying a thousand years is a day it's like a day catch that Revelation says, as a watch in the night. Look at verse five. Thou carriest them away as with a flood. They are as asleep. In the morning, they are like grass which groweth up. Listen to this, saints. In the morning, it flourisheth and groweth up. In the evening, it is cut down with it. For we are consumed by thine anger, and by thy wrath, we are troubled. All oh, this describes the cycle of life so perfect. Look at verse eight. Thou hast set our iniquities before thee, our secret sins in the light of thy countenance. For all our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told. Think about that, saints of God. 
We spend our years as a tale that's told. Uh, we go back and tell some tales, don't we, saints? <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 10. The days of our years are three score years and 10. And if by reason of strength, they be four score years. Yet is their strength, labor, and sorrow. For it is soon cut off and we fly away. Wow. <laughs> it's saying we got 70 or 80 years and in that we have strength, we have labor, we have sorrow. That's a short time, saints. But if we're in Christ, it says we fly away. They call that the rapture. Just taken up by God, flying right out of here. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, hallelujah, Lord, Jesus. We thank God for his son. Huh? We thank him for dying for us. Thank you, Lord, for redeeming us, for putting us back in the proper place in him. Thank you, Lord, Jesus. The scripture says in one place, it says, Adam, the first Adam, we all were sold into sin. But, they, but it calls Jesus the second Adam. We were all born into righteousness. Everybody say amen to that. <laughs> amen for the second Adam. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 12, saints. It says, so teach us to number our days that, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. <laughs> That's what I want you to see today, saints. He's showing us how to number our days, huh? how to apply our hearts unto wisdom. Huh, the first thing you want to do to get your days right, to get them numbered right, is receive Christ. That puts an infinite number on your days right there. <laughs> hallelujah, Lord. Everybody say hallelujah. Then talk of the future. But when you talk of the future, don't leave God out. Amen. Talk of the future in God. And to show you some wisdom. Huh, how to apply wisdom to your hearts. Oh, thank you, Jesus. If it be thy will, I will do thus on such this day or that day. God willing, this will happen or that will happen. That's how you number your days and remove them time restraints off your life. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 13. It says, return, O Lord, how long? And let it repent thee concerning thy servants. The psalmist is saying, return, Lord. We don't know how long, but just return and repent concerning thy servants. Change your heart about your servants, Lord. Lord, have mercy. Look at verse 14. Oh, satisfy us with thy mercy. Oh, satisfy us early with thy mercy, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Oh, that's life in Christ, saying to God. See, it's full of grace and mercy. You read a couple of weeks that God restores that every day, every morning. We got new, new grace and new mercy. Hallelujah, Lord. That's what this, that's what David is saying here. Look at verse 15. Make us glad according to the days wherein thou has afflicted us, and the years when we have seen evil. <laughs> It's, he's saying right here, trade, trade that all that evil for good. Amen. Oh, he got some scriptures that confirm that God can take everything and work it together for our good. That's what he's saying right here. Make us glad according to the days wherein thou has afflicted us. Like many, many of us were afflicted in certain things. And all these years we see in this evil. Flip it, Lord. <laughs> Oh, everybody say amen to the flip. Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 16. And let thy work appear unto thy servants and thy glory unto their children. Oh, we want our life to shine. Amen. For the Lord. For our children's sake. Amen. <laughs> oh, we want to we wanna do great things in front of our God, by our God, through our God. And for our children's sake, and thy glory unto their children. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. 
And verse 17 says this, saints. It says, and let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us. Say amen to that. And establish thou the work of our hands upon us. Say amen to that. Yea, the work of our hands establish thou it. Oh, that spells this cycle of life out so beautifully, saints of God. He's saying, bless what we do, Lord. That's the work of our hands. Many scriptures confirm that. The Lord said, whatever you do, I'll bless it. Whatever you put your hands to, I will bless it. Oh, we got confirmation on that. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for life in you, life without end. No time constraints. Everybody say amen to that. We know that all the promises of God are yes and amen, saints. So we receive that eternal life in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, saints of God, I just wanted to show you how to get time restraints off our life. Amen. Yeah. We're in Christ. We got plenty of time. We're in forever. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And the Lord showed it to me and made it so clear. Thank you, Jesus. Life in him is forever, eternal. It never stops, saints. Hallelujah, Lord. So when we look at this temporary foolery that's going on right now, this foolishness, all these laws that they're making contrary to the word of God, huh? we know who's in operation. <laughs> Satan just boldly contradicted God. You will not surely die. <laughs> what did God say? You will surely die. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I just want to speak over all you all, encouraging you to read your Bibles. Amen. <laughs> Stay closer to the Lord. I think that was the word for 2022. Stay connected to God. Get even closer and closer. We don't want to be the ones in that great falling away like he spoke of in the last days. We see it happening. All the world is backing off of God right now. Huh? It's celebrating all these foolish things that the Lord says is an abomination. Huh? But it's, it, wants to, it wants to suck us into celebrating that. Oh, no, I'm, I'm on the Lord's side. Amen. <laughs> Whatever the Lord say, that's what, that's what I agree on. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. I can't wait till they interview Pastor Rudy. <laughs> thank you, Lord. What you think about this, Pastor Rudy? Well, the Bible says, I'm not going to tell them what I think. Because my thoughts and opinions don't mean a thing. The Bible says this, 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 and this. I believe the Bible. Well, we mad at you. Well, why? Be mad at God. He said it. I just believe it. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We want to stay tight. We want to stay connected, saints. In these last days, stay out of time as the world is in time. Being in that big old Russian hurry. Elder Vic say, it is in a rush to hell. We don't have to rush like that, saints. We got all the time in the world because we're in Christ. We got forever. Please remember that. And if anybody's on this line who don't know Christ today, please, please pray this prayer. I'm going to pray this prayer. I want to do this all the time because you, know, you never know, saints of God. If you don't know Christ, you don't have forever. You are not living in forever. You have a time limit on your life. <laughs> But we can change all that today. Just, just submit to the Lord right now in this prayer. Lord, I offer myself to you. You can handle my affairs far greater than I can, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Sit on the throne of my heart, Lord. I'm going to get off that throne and allow you to sit on it. You say the king's heart is in your hand. Turn, you can turn it any way you want to turn it, Lord. Turn my heart straight at you, Lord that I can understand your, your ways, your precepts. Put in me to read the word so I can know you and get even closer to you, Lord. I accept you, Lord Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. I repent of my sins right now. Sorry, Lord. <laughs> but you said, Jesus, that the spirit is willing and the flesh is weak. Pray for strength in you, Lord. I pray my strength in you today, Father. I want this life, and I want it forever. And I know the sin life 
cannot live forever. A life of sin is not forever. So I thank you, Lord, for real life, true life, the true riches, eternal life. I'll say to God, eternal life is the true riches. Amen. It's eternal life. <laughs> when that young rich ruler, he was rich naturally, came to Jesus asking him, how can I have eternal life? He was really asking him, how can I live forever? How can I get all the days and never stop? Didn't you have wealth like that on earth? You don't ever want it to end. <laughs> but Jesus told him, you got to get your heart out of all that. <laughs> your, your priorities are mixed up. He said, give all that mess away. Wasn't telling him to give it away and live up for life. He was telling him, get your priorities straight. Follow me. That's how you do it. Just follow me. And he walked away sad. I hope nobody is walking away sad today. Huh? Because I'm saying, submit your life to the Lord. Give it to him. Let him sit on the throne. Follow him. Oh, I'm trying to lead you to the true riches. Huh? Not this temporary master we think we got going on down here that is not going to last forever. Say amen to that, saints. I'm trying to show you how to have it in abundance, life to the full, forever. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Get out of that temporary time zone that you're in, saints of God. We got plenty of time because we're in Christ and we have forever in him, just like he designed it to be. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, let us pray, saints of God. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for revelation of your word. Thank you for loving us enough to lay down your life for us. Thank you for the peace that Bakari prayed for us about the scriptures that she read on peace. Thank you for all of that, Lord. We receive it in Jesus' name. We will speak peaceful and be peaceful right in this season, right in the midst of the storm. For we know your word, what your word says concerning us. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, how our life in you is forever. Thank you, Lord Jesus, to fear nothing. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. So we thank you, we thank you, we thank you again this day. We thank you for your powerful word on time. We give you all the glory, praise, and honor in Jesus' name.